the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hello, friends. Greetings to you. Happy Monday. Thanks for coming along. It is a, a bleak Monday afternoon. Cold. I guess, you know, this is kind of what you expect, Kath, when it's January. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. When you get up on a day like today, it's not like you're expecting, boy, it's going to be balmy. It's super sunshiny. I can't wait to get at it. I don't know. I did a little uh, snow shoveling this morning. Just uh, did you with your new shoulder? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How's your new shoulder working with the snow shovel? Pretty good. Yeah, good. Now, is that dangerous to the new shoulder to be doing that? I don't that think sort so. Thing? No, I don't think so. You say I don't think so, but do you know? Well, I mean, it's you know, I, I'm, if I uh, could charge PT prices to shovel snow, right? I think that's probably part of PT, is what I'm thinking about. Oh, okay. Right. All right. I mean, it's you know, it's a motion here that I'm moving, and it's not like there was like six feet of snow out there right i was mostly sweeping with the uh prepared shoulder mm. anyway that's a whole other story well, but, i'm happy yeah. to hear it i'm very glad that the shoulder's working well enough that you're able to do something like that that's just <laughs> that enjoyable i appreciate it yeah thank you as we always do we get underway at the uh, top of our show with uh, the news stories of the day kath please provide us with the top four at four John, Mike, for Monday, January 18th, 2021. Number one. In his final hours as president, Donald Trump, as many presidents before him, is preparing to pardon or commute the sentences of more than 100 people, according to today's Washington Post. Mr. Trump met with his daughter Ivanka and son-in-law Jared Kushner yesterday for a significant review of a long list of pardon requests, including the question of whether to issue preemptive pardons to his adult children, top aides, and himself, said people familiar with the discussions. As of now, it seems that no decisions have been reached because neither Mr. Trump nor his children have been charged with crimes and they are not known to be under federal investigation. Number two. The detention of opposition leader Alexei Navalny on his return to Moscow is creating more tension between Moscow and the West, with some EU leaders calling for discussions on new sanctions against the Kremlin. As you might remember, Mr. Navalny, the Kremlin's most prominent critic, survived a poison attack last August that left him in a coma and undergoing treatment in Germany. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said he was troubled by the news, while European leaders are calling for Navalny's immediate release. Number three, U.S. defense officials say they are worried about an insider attack or other threat from service members involved in securing President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration, prompting the FBI to vet all of its 25,000 National Guard troops coming to Washington for the event. Now, the AP reports that this massive 
I mean, can you imagine doing that? This massive no. undertaking reflects the extraordinary security concerns that have gripped Washington following the deadly January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol by rioters. And it underscores fears that some of the very people assigned to protect the city over the next several days could present a threat to the incoming president and other VIPs in attendance. And number four, the Pens got their first win of the season in their home opener against the Caps yesterday. But new franchise goaltender Tristan Jari was not in net. Tricky, tricky. Instead, Mike Sullivan called on Casey DeSmith, who hadn't started a game since 2019. But it's all good because DeSmith made 20 saves on the 23 shots he faced in regulation and overtime. And then he stopped all four shots during a shootout. Final score, 4-3. Good guys. And that is your top four at four. Go Pens, yeah. I watched some of the game last night. Yep. It was uh, it was very enjoyable to see that shootout, wasn't it? I did not see the game yesterday. All right. Okay. So listen, go back to the, the vetting yeah. of the 25,000 National Guardsmen. Yeah. How does that even work? I can't imagine. What exactly does that mean? The amount. Well, they're... I'm going to that vet that you. every single person what? who is wearing a National Guard uniform is going to be individually assessed by the FBI. How? How do you? That's a massive amount of people. It is a massive amount of people, but they're going to do it. They have, uh, they're looking at what? Social media? They're interviewing people? What does is, what is oh, vetting mean exactly? To, I haven't talked to the FBI about that. And as you can imagine, they were not eager to release details mm, on exactly sure. what their vetting yeah. process was or is. Yeah. I mean, you see the photographs of, uh, you know, uh, National Guard sleeping in, you know, yep. corners of the Capitol hallway. Uh, you see the uh, block. You can't get close to the Capitol. I mean, I think it's at least three blocks away that they've shut down the streets. Right. It really is massive. I mean, right. holy smokes. And of course, I, I don't I don't believe this. I, I don't think when you look at the massive amounts of manpower there, you would be foolish to show up anywhere near the Capitol oh, for, for whatever reason you are, right? Just to be close to history right. or if you wanted right. to, you know, cause a commotion or whatnot, you would think that, you know, there'd be some trouble there. I mean, holy smokes. I was thinking, I mentioned this to you, I think earlier today, you know, it's sad for Joe Biden that, you know, it's this big day to be inaugurated and the whole place is surrounded by like razor wire. Yeah, I get so that. the pomp and circumstance of every other president, you know, it's, inauguration day is a really beautiful day, no matter who wins. I've watched the inauguration every year, and most of the people who were elected, I didn't vote for. But I always watched it. It's it's an amazing uh, transfer of power. I've always been thankful for it. And this year, it just makes me really sad. Yeah. Well, uh, it still goes forward. I, you know, um, maybe this would be the year. You know, whenever I think about Inauguration Day, of course, you know, I, for me, I always think of, of JFK. Because mm-hmm. it, to me, that was sort of like the last image of men wearing top hats. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I wasn't know, around for that one. Yeah. So you see top hats and, and think. What's so like- okay, so listen. So I watched uh, the I Have a Dream speech today because yeah. it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We'll get to that as the uh, show unfolds. But I was struck by so many things in watching the speech. I watched it twice because I felt like there was just, there was so much to get beyond the content of the speech. 1963, right? 1963, Mm -hmm. August. Um, But one of the things was how everyone in the crowd looked good. Everybody was wearing a dress. If you were a woman or a tie. No t-shirts and flip-flops. There were no t-shirts and Mm flip-flops. I also was struck by how, um multiracial the crowd was 
you know, there were a lot of white people that were mixed into that crowd. Yeah. The other thing I could not get over, and it is an indictment of our current age, is how incredibly calm and orderly that protest was. I mean, you look at what has happened in Portland and across this country this year and what happened at the Capitol a couple of weeks ago, and you think, what has happened to civil discourse in America? Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't been for the better. Has There's no doubt about that. out. Yeah. But you're true, though. I mean, it's right, though. I mean, the style, the demeanor, the look, the attitude of people, 180 degrees yep. from where we totally once were. Totally different. Right? Totally Truly. different. All right, we'll talk about that as it being a Martin Luther King Jr. Day today. Uh, we'll talk about that as the show goes on. We're also going to talk about miracles as well. We've got a lot more ahead. Hey, also, listen, um, I want to talk about just for a second uh, our weddings because we're doing something really fun because every couple has a wedding story. And we, Kevin, I would love to know your story. Um, and if you tell us that story, you get a chance to enter to win some really great prizes, which would include a weekend away at uh, a really great place, Buell Mansion beautiful in Sharon, place. Pennsylvania, a beautiful place, and other great projects as well, prizes as well, sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. You know, go to wordfm.com forward slash wedding. Listen, I got more wedding stories and you can shake a stick at, and there may have been some chicks. And all of that with only one wedding. <laughs> exactly. And but there may have been some it, people listening. Like how many times has the guy been married? Oh no. Just, you know, it was a good wedding and there were a lot of, you know how it is. A lot of good stories. So we'd and love to hear I'm your story. Sure I do know how it is, <laughs> but I bet we'll find out how it is. We will find out. We'd love to hear your story. Uh, wordfm.com forward slash wedding. Uh, you got a story about your wedding. We'd love to talk about it here on the air. So if you enter, we'd uh, be uh, grateful for that sort of, you know, insight into who you are and uh, your betrothed on your wedding day. All right. Let's get underway. We're going to go to Washington, D.C., as we always do. Greg Clarkston joins us live from the White House. That's next, the Monday edition of The Ride Home. John and Kathy here. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We are Word FM. WORD. Has your family ever faced hunger at a level where their life was at risk or had little or no access to clean drinking water? For children in the countries of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda, it's a battle they face every single day. Word FM and Cross International are asking for your help to provide life-saving resources for children in these African countries to solve this crisis and assist with COVID-19 efforts. A $62 one-time gift provides food, water, COVID-19 assistance, and a Bible. You can get involved right now by calling 866-806-2977 or look for the Cross International banner at wordfm.com. By now, you've heard me talk about MyPillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. MyPillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium MyPillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call 1-800-391-0954. You'll find all the money. MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. 
Our world needs hope like never before. But lives change for the better when hope breaks through. We always like to begin with the Word of God because it is the power unto salvation. Help Cornerstone Television Network light up our city with the truth and hope of the gospel alongside special guests Krista Smith, Coy Barker, The Binions, Mike Smalley, and Jay Gilbert. Save the date for our Bridge of Hope broadcast, January 25th through the 29th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. You are a blessing from God to me. There's no one else like you. You are wonderfully made with talents and abilities and characteristics that no one else has. I will do all I can to support and encourage you so that you can become all you've been created to be. You have my blessing. The blessing. It's biblical and it's one of the most powerful things you can do for your child. Find out more about the blessing at focusonthefamily.com slash blessing. Hurry, kids. We're late for school. Dance practice. Move how other families have dealt with the crisis of chaos on our online parenting forum. Just go to family.org slash parenting. Focus on the family. Helping families thrive. You go to the White House where Greg Clugston joins us. Greg Clugston is the SRN News White House correspondent uh, commenting and reporting on what's happening in and around the nation's capital. Greg, happy Monday to you. Uh, This is a very busy week, is it not? Absolutely. Good afternoon, John and Kathy. Yeah, big week. It's a holiday today, but there's a lot going on here in the nation's capital. If you'd like to watch the show and see our conversation with your eyes uh, with Greg Clugston, you can go into Facebook right now, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, and watch our live stream. Um, Greg, we're glad you're here. Um, This is your last week uh, reporting on the presidency of Donald J. Trump. Um, Let's start off talking about pardons. Uh, That was on the at the top portion of the front page of the of the Washington Post today. Um, What do we know about his conversations with his daughter and son-in-law yesterday about who's on the list? Yeah, that was a weekend conversation. Uh, We understand that it took from reporting that it took, uh, you know, a couple of hours, a few hours, at least a good part of the day was spent looking over a list uh, and going down through various names. Uh, The president has has used his power, his executive power for pardons and commutations um, in a different way than past presidents. Um, typically they have been released in large batches after uh, a, a formal review process that is undertaken primarily at first by the Justice Department, and the names are recommended from that list mm. uh, to the president for consideration. 
Um, that has happened in some cases, that review process, but in a lot of these cases, uh, these have been uh, people that have received uh, the pardon or the commutation uh, from Donald Trump uh, on, on the recommendation of a friend of Donald Trump or someone really? who's a family member or a mm-hmm. celebrity who brought the attention uh, of that person to the president. And w- what we don't know is how many. Uh, it's possible there could be a hundred or more. It may not even be a hundred. It might be several dozen, but we are expecting a large number before he leaves the White House on Wednesday. I see. So this is uh, this is, happens all the time, you said, historically, Greg. I think I read earlier today that uh, President Obama was credited with some 200 pardons. Um, but I'm curious about this. If the president says you are pardoned, there's no way that you, you can go around that. His word is his word. That's right. It's, it's one of the few unchecked powers that mm-hmm. a president holds when he is in office. And it's, to be honest, it's one of the... Uh, uh, one of the powers that Donald Trump has expressed great glee, great joy in possessing, because there is no there is no turning back once the decision has been made by him. And so it's an official process. Uh, and you're right to also point out, John, as you did, that, you know, this is not something that, uh, you know, presidents from one party only do. This is something that all presidents do. Yeah. Um, obviously, some presidents use this power of pardoning Uh, more often throughout their term than other presidents. But we often see this happen right at the end of a term because the power, obviously, simply is going away. Sure. What about the idea of the preemptive pardon for uh, Trump, for his aides and for his adult children? Uh, The Washington Post said that it was considered, nothing was decided on. I mean, there are no active federal investigations against them. Um, What do we know about that? Well, we know that it has been a consideration. This is a story that's kicked around for a number of weeks, if not longer now. And the idea is uh, somewhat foreign in terms of uh, its use by American presidents throughout history. But the idea to issue a pardon preemptively, uh, assuming or predicting or anticipating possible uh, litigation down the road that would involve a, a federal offense uh, is is pretty is pretty striking in a lot of ways. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the president's family is of of concern to the president. A lot of people are looking at that. There's also this question as to whether or not the president can even pre-pardon himself. Um, obviously, he is dealing with the impeachment process on Capitol Hill, which right. is separate than what a pardon uh, might work with. Uh, although that is a little a little in, in a gray area, it's a little foggy there. But he's also dealing with some other uh, investigations that are going to be um, picking up more steam as he leaves office. So it, it's uh, there's a lot of questions here, and obviously we're going to be watching very closely over these next few hours because we we anticipate something, if not tonight, certainly by tomorrow. Talking with White House reporter Greg Clugston, who joins us from SRN News. So, Greg, um, you've witnessed this before with multiple administrations. This final day, essentially a little over a day left, what's it like inside the White House? I mean, the president's people are packing up boxes. Um, It's got to be chaotic, but work is still being done. Well, work is being done, John, but it's it's even different this time around, not just because uh, it, it's the Trump administration, but also because of COVID. So mm-hmm. even, even before you have the moving out process and these final few days and hours of the presidency, uh, you, we, we had a West Wing and we had a White House complex that was already seeing fewer people showing up uh, for their in-office duties because... Mm-hmm. Of health concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what's interesting is it was already a little quieter and 
uh, a smaller footprint of, of people and, and staff people around. And then you add the fact uh, that obviously people have already, in a lot of cases, cleared out their offices. Um, you know, some of my colleagues have described it as a ghost town. You walk into the, we have, we have access in the West Wing, members of the press corps, into the lower press office, and then up one level to the upper press office, which uh, sits just down the hall from, from, the, from the Oval Office. And uh, there are photographs that are usually framed and hanging on the wall. They're all completely gone. And as you mentioned, there are boxes around and, uh, and empty offices. And so folks have cleared out and it's, there's not much activity right now. And the president himself has not had any, any sort of public events for several days uh, either. So it's, it's very quiet. He's doing these, these final meetings with family and close advisors, the few who are left before leaving on Wednesday morning. I see. Now, Greg, I also picked up the COVID thread. I also read that uh, there is a massive cleaning that will take place, much more uh, more severe than the typical yeah. six-hour transition that normally happens. Yeah, that's right. We've uh, we've learned those same details. Obviously, there's there's that transition uh, when once the the outgoing president and first lady and family um, leave the White House, then it is a it, it is a very choreographed and concerted effort to. Uh, to clean and then to move in the new belongings mm-hmm. for the uh, for the incoming president. It's I'm sure it's a fascinating process. Maybe not if you're actually doing the cleaning and all the rest. <laughs> right. But right. It's a fascinating turnaround, nonetheless. Now, what's interesting is the president, the, the White House staff will have uh, a few more hours uh, than typical because the president is skipping. President Trump is skipping the inauguration, the swearing in of Joe Biden. And and the first family, the, the Trumps, are not inviting or meeting with the Bidens at the White House prior to going to Capitol Hill for the ceremony, which has been a long-running tradition for American presidents during this transfer. Uh, so the president's going to be leaving earlier by three or so hours on Wednesday morning when he departs the White House for the last time. So that cleaning process will get a little extra buffer before the Bidens move in later in the day. I see. So then as the president leaves, he's also scheduled a ceremony, an exit ceremony for himself, hasn't he? Yeah, it's not going to take place at the White House, but uh, at uh, Joint Base Andrews, often known as Andrews Air Force Base, just outside of Washington, D.C. And those, the president is uh, wanting to have a, a military-themed farewell ceremony for himself at the end of his, his term in office. And he has invited, obviously, uh, close friends and associates and advisors. We don't know what type of crowd uh, size will will show up for this or exactly what's entailed. But there's talk of a military flyover and a review of troops and that kind of thing. And the president and uh, the first lady will climb aboard Air Force One while it still has that designation. Uh, it's the same aircraft. If, if, if it, What's interesting is if the president had stayed for the Biden swearing in mm-hmm. um, and, and the Bidens had agreed to allow the Trumps to fly to Florida later in the day aboard that presidential aircraft, it's not technically called Air Force One. That term is only used when a sitting president is aboard the aircraft. It's the same plane. It just has a different call sign to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's been some reporting that the president wanted to leave one last time aboard officially Air Force One. That's Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent. All right, Greg, let's talk about the inauguration itself. Uh, News comes today that the FBI is vetting all of its 25,000 National Guard troops coming to Washington for Wednesday's event. That's an AP story. What do we know about it? 
Yeah, well, this this city, this nation's capital is a fortress right now. It's really it's it's on, in, in many ways a sad uh, but necessary um, situation because of what we saw, you know, with the riot at the U.S. Capitol. And uh, obviously, extra extra precautions have been made and are being taken uh, to secure Washington. So they're, you know, for blocks and blocks and blocks in downtown Washington, in the heart of the city, uh, it's 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 uh, no access for anybody unless you are, you know, you're a member of the uh, the police or the law enforcement or you have some other uh, sort of, you know, authorization to be there. But it's going to have a much different look. Uh, going into Inauguration Day. We're not going to see the the tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that often flock to the nation's capital to celebrate an inauguration. There may be several hundred up to a thousand people right close to the west front of the Capitol, where the swearing-in ceremony takes place on Wednesday. Uh, and those will largely be members of Congress, uh, Congress and their guests and other government officials, members of the Supreme Court, and members of the media. But aside from that, it's going to be everybody else in the country looking in from the outside, either watching from home, uh, and there's certainly not going to be anywhere near physically what's happening on, on Capitol Hill. So the images that we're used to seeing every four years, beautiful the ones. optics will I be mean, totally different. Wow. They, they will. Now, what's interesting is there were some rehearsals going on there today for the, uh, for the actual carrying out of the, uh, the, the inaugural ceremony, and also we were getting glimpses of of the National Mall, like the expanse for, uh, going west from the Capitol down toward the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. And that large grassy expanse known as the National Mall is going to be covered in uh, different arrangements of flags. So it's going to, uh, we, did, we got a glimpse of it this afternoon. It's going to be very colorful, but it's, mm. it's going to be different. Absolutely. Okay. All right. At least the, the, the people who are um, in charge of I don't know. I was saying before you came on, Greg, that I have wonderful images of every inauguration I can think of, regardless of who I voted for. I always set aside time to watch the inauguration because it's so grand. It's such a beautiful spectacle of a peaceful transition of power. And I'm glad that there are people who are considering what it might look like to people who are at home watching on TV. Sure. Well, you're right. It, it is a grand spectacle. I've had the opportunity to, to be in person there several times for inaugurations over the last 20 or so years. Uh, and it's a remarkable event. It's it's mm-hmm. it's unique in a lot of ways, and it's a hallmark, as you say, of our our peaceful transfer of power. Uh, former presidents and first ladies are in attendance. That's going to be the case again with the Obamas and the Clintons and the Bushes. Vice President Mike Pence will be on hand, uh, unlike Donald Trump. So he will be there representing uh, the Trump administration. So we will have that element there. Uh, but it, it, it is a special, th- there will be some elements of that ceremony on the platform that will be traditional mm, in that okay. sense. But okay. in terms of, you know, the large spectacle of, of the huge crowd and all the rest and what will follow, there's not going to be the traditional parade down Pennsylvania. Right, of Avenue. course. Yeah. So it will be different. Yes. Mm. Well, American democracy, every four years, we turn the page. And uh, Greg, thanks for being a witness to that and uh, allowing us to grab along that as well. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Talk to you during the Biden administration. Yes. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Information about Greg and SRN News, wordfm.com. Take a quick break. Come back. Hey, um, if you bought a, a bicycle, an exercise bike or a Stairmaster, now, you know, you're decorating scheme a little unsightly. We'll talk about that next. I mean, the rescue of potted plants. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? 
Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Spring House. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Spring House Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium my pillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call one 800 391-0954. You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. I'm Pastor Tom Hall of First Church, Pittsburgh. Like you, I can't wait for this crazy time to be over. But in spite of how things seem, God isn't done with us. Join us at fpcp.org Sundays at 1045. Stream us on Facebook. Let's discover together how this story ends. Hint, Jesus wins. It's the year-end sale at Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $300 on top-rated mattress brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $6.99 mattress purchase. Only during the year-end sale at Mattress Firm. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with a couple of snow showers. Tonight's low 27. Tomorrow, cloudy and breezy with a couple of flurries. We'll see a high tomorrow of 33. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy skies with a couple of snow showers and a low of 23. Wednesday, a snow shower in the morning. Otherwise, we'll have intervals of clouds and sunshine. Wednesday, will reach a high of 29. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. I think we've all seen over the uh, pandemic the ads for treadmills, exercise bikes, the mirror thing, right, right. all this newfangled, uh, you know, electric exercise yeah, yeah. equipment. I mean, right. okay, that's fine. But now, so the, the people like, you know, with the exercise bike, what's it called? Peloton? Yep. They, they have sold so many bikes. The back order goes on for months and months and months. People have bought these bikes, you know, like in November, still don't have a bike. They're like two grand for like the basic model. Anyway, 
for those who have those bicycles or the treadmills or whatever, now apparently, <laughs> apparently, there is a home decorating problem yeah, with no wanting to cover up the unsightly treadmill. Right. So what do you do? The uh, Washington um, Post has an article Tell about me, this. Please. I thought you were asking me to answer the question, but no, instead no, no. I will I will bow to the uh, opinion of experts. Well, now, now again, now this is the you know a metropolitan area. Uh, someone living in a seven hundred and thirty square foot apartment. Wow, okay. not not super big. Well, that's pretty small. Um, this person said, "Hey, I, I I liked my bike, but I sure didn't like lying in bed staring at it." So she uh, reached out to her friend, who um, is a is a designer. They came up with this sort of a screen, you know, like the you know the trifold screens. Sure. And then they painted it appropriately. Nice. The bottom was solid. Nice the idea. top yeah. was some floral thing. They also added some plants around it. She said, I look at it now and go, okay, it's my own little sort of like favorite nook to work out in. Right. Great. That's I mean, a really does, good idea. Yeah. Who doesn't want a, a, you know, a little workout? Sure. Nook? I mean, do you have something like that in your own house where you've, you know, I don't use any equipment like that. I mean, I use like, I use gravity and my body weight for my workouts. So I don't have any stuff. No other treadmill. Than like, other than like hand that. weights. I don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for a long, I had one of those bikes for a long time, two things that hurt my hip like crazy. And I sure hung a lot of clothes on it. Right. See, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And plus they're so stinking happy. Yeah, they are. So unless you're moving them, you know, right into your front, you know, into your front door and you have, and you don't have any steps going up to your front door and you're going to leave it somewhere in the first, like there's no place in my house that I, there's no room for that. Right. Okay. So tell me about then your lack of exercise equipment. This is something that you think I can just do this myself. I don't need a treadmill. I don't need a bike. Well, it's not that I can do it myself. I just have, I just have the Nike training app. And so there are different trainers on there and they just take you through, you know, they have, I don't know, they probably have 50 different workouts on there and they're just the things that involve hand weights and your body weight and gravity. So it's a lot of push-ups, a lot of sit-ups, a lot of ab activities and glute workouts and high intensity training and that sort of thing. It doesn't require a redo of a room divider. No, it doesn't require a redo. The only thing is you have to have a certain amount of space to do it. That's the problem I've had. Again, I I live in an old house with small rooms. And so there's like, you know, we watch the trainer do it on your Nike app and they've got this huge open gym. They're living like living in a warehouse. Right. Exactly. I don't have that. So you you kind of have to, I have, I have, I do my workout in the same place every day. And so I know exactly what it's so mm-hmm. I know that if I go too far, I'm going to tumble down the stairs and I should right. be careful. My, my workout routine is basically old fashioned where I'm doing housework. Oh, okay. What's better than doing nothing? I mean, you know, you've got the old, you know, I'm going to sweep sure. now with a vacuum cleaner. I, my biggest uh, uh, physical activity is picking up after my kids. Which seems to be a 24 seven situation. Up, up, up. I'm doing this a lot. That's a little mm-hmm. calisthenics, you know, right. So there's no redecorating necessary for that. Right. Mike, are you, are you, uh, implementing some sort of workout program for yourself um not really other than uh chasing at around a uh, four-year-old mm-hmm. and That's it. sometimes um just to get some just the detox and uh, just take away some stress i go outside and i chop some logs with an axe that's pretty good that's that is good. pretty good aerobic yes. exercise mm-hmm. yeah popping logs yeah are you burning logs as well no no 
just chopping no, them. Up. Just chopping them. So right. if I were to buy, you know, a wood burning fireplace or something, perhaps you could be my source. Absolutely, is that what this is? absolutely. Come on yeah, over. But I got what a happens if I get the wood burning fireplace and all of a sudden you get like happy and content and you don't need to go outside and <laughs> detox? Then my source dries up. Yep, you're right. gonna have to find find yeah. another source. Yeah, Sorry about that. All right. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Uh, this is Martin Luther King Day. Tony Turner will join us in just a few minutes. She's a, a local pastor, a counselor. Tony Turner from the Gracism Task Force here in the Ride Home next. WORD. Had your family ever faced hunger at a level where their life was at risk or had little or no access to clean drinking water? For children in the countries of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda, it's a battle they face every single day. Word FM and Cross International are asking for your help to provide life-saving resources for children in these African countries to solve this crisis and assist with COVID-19 efforts. A $62 one-time gift provides food, water, COVID-19 assistance, and a Bible. You can get involved right now by calling 866-806-2977 or look for the Cross International banner at wordfm.com. I worry about lots of things. My finances, my grandkids. If you're 65 or older, you have enough things to worry about. Pneumococcal pneumonia shouldn't be one of them. Even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for this potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 13. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South South Coast Tax. As we enter 2021... We are filled with hope for what is to come and gratitude for what has already passed. With our Lord by our side, this year will be filled with joy, love, happiness, and success. Let's not allow 2020 to define who we are. Let's tackle 2021 head on and get rid of the taxes today. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal to finish what God has started and put the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. A daughter's squeal of delight can't be made in a factory or bottled in a jar or imported. It's a byproduct of the most important business in the world, raising children. Daddy, look at the picture I drew at school. 
Kids need fatherly love and input. They need a manly ear to hear about their accomplishments. They need Dad to make them obey. Hey, Dad, what do you think about my new hairstyle? When men make family life a top priority, studies show their children are better adjusted socially, healthier, and perform better at school. Dad, I met the man I want to marry. He's just like you, Daddy. No business success provides the satisfaction that a healthy, happy, loving family brings. Dad, your children need you. Be there for them, now and for the years to come. A friendly reminder for your family from Focus on the Family. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com surroundpittsburgh.com connecting you with new customers studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance can't we do better pittsburgh's christian schools say we can if you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn challenge and grow where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers who partner with parents Consider Christian education. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees while they last at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Tony Turner is back with us. Tony is a Pittsburgh-based pastor, a counselor. She's a teacher, also head of the Gracism Task Force. Tony, friend, welcome back. Happy MLK Day to you. Well, I'm the same to you. Yeah. Yes. Always happy to have you and super good to see your face. We're on Zoom. If you'd like to uh, log on to Facebook right now, The Ride Home with Johnny Kathy, you can watch the show. You can wave hi to Tony as I am currently doing. Hi, Tony. Um, Tony, always glad to have you. I think we've talked to you on MLK Day for, I don't know, the last three or four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start off talking about the uh, Gracism Task Force because I think it kind of gets to the nonviolent approach that MLK Jr. had um, that you're implementing in your own time in history. Well, uh, basically, the reason why I do what I do is because I want to see the body of Christ come together because I feel like we're supposed to be the real game changer. Yes. And uh, and Jesus promised that, you know, where two or more of us are gathered, that there is some power there. And um, looking at the word grace as a um, the definition that uh, Dr. James Ryle gave of God's empowering presence, which enables us to, to be what he's called us to be or created us to be and to do what he's called us to do. And that, so that's why the, the concept of grace, he's given us everything that we need of, of his presence, of his word, of his love. And, and we just, we have that power if we would just wake up and use it. And so what I like to do is to make connections with different churches, make connections with different ethnic groups, 
and even have a conduct conversations that will help us to break down the walls mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, to really take a look yeah. at what what happened what is it that's keeping us apart and what is it that we need to look at that God has planned for not just the church but for mankind because in yes. the beginning he wanted family and at the end and we if we look in revelation he's going to have family of every tribe every nation every tongue mm-hmm. you know we were working as one and Jesus in the middle of it all makes the difference that's what gives us the power and Tony, that's why I love your ministry so much, because you seek people out that all of us are striving for common ground, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, despite the fractures that we, we talk about that are happening here across the United States, there are still, especially within the church, we are called to this, to be people in that common ground. So that clarion call is so important. I, I believe, though, the message is much harder to get out today to find those who are truth lovers and peace lovers wanting and needing that common ground. And that's why it's so important to make the connections. You know, that's that's a lot of what I've been doing uh, most recently is, you know, I will go to a church that's, you know, it's not Black. One, one of my favorite churches to visit has been the Korean church. Um, uh, there's a Korean church in, um, in Monroeville. I led worship in an Asian Indian church for two and a half years. And I think, it, you know, I mean, Kathy, I'm sure that they wouldn't turn you guys down if you went to one of the African churches or, you, you know, I, sure. it, we have, to, we have yeah. to begin to see each other as family. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that was, that was part of Martin Luther King Jr.'s, uh, his vision, you know, that we would all, you know, be as one family. And one of the things that he said is that we, we have to work uh, we have to be intentional. We have to be unrelenting. We have to really go for it because it's a spiritual battle. Yeah. And so, you know, we know about that, but we don't do about that. And that's, that's what. Right. I'm- so that's the crux of it, right? We know about that, but we don't do about that. Uh, Tony Turner's with us, Pittsburgh based uh, pastor and counselor. Um, I don't know where to start. There's so many ways we can go when we talk about MLK. Um, Tony, I guess let's start off by saying this. Um, In our current culture, it seems like we're taking incredible glee in uh, tearing down our great heroes. So whether it's uh, Abraham Lincoln or it's Martin Luther King Jr., uh, opponents will find every, you know, shortcoming that they had. Uh, Clearly, every human who's lived on earth other than Jesus is imperfect and will, you know, make the most out of the uh, out of the imperfections. So as we look at the life of somebody like MLK Jr., it wasn't uh, 100 percent across the board. Um, Talk about him. uh, Talk about what he and uh, his struggle has meant for you. Um, I think one one of the things I, I I think I related it to you a couple of years ago. I had the opportunity of actually meeting him face to face. He came here to uh, Forbes Field one time, and I was involved with an all city choir. I was a teenager at that time, and uh, uh, our church actually our church choir was there. I remember my mom, you know, was the one that took me, <laughs> and um, I remember him sitting not far from where the choir was located. And I wanted to go and just talk to him because our fathers, his father and my father actually went to school together. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to just meet him, you know, uh, for that, that uh, particular thing and just, you know, uh, 
just have a little conversation with him. And he was very gracious, but he was very intense. And um, one of the things that I've learned to do is to look into people's eyes. Um, mm. I don't know if I told you all this, but when I was three years old, I was, uh, I found myself in the hallway uh, of, of the home that I grew up in. I don't know if I was on punishment for something, but uh, <laughs> I was in the hallway. I was on the floor. I was three years old. I promise you three years old. And I remember looking in the mirror and seeing that there was somebody looking at me, but it wasn't who I was looking at. And that's what I saw in my own eyes. And there was an intensity about that look. I saw that look in Martin Luther King's eyes when I met him. He was so intent and so uh, so focused mm-hmm. on why he was on the planet. You know, he didn't know when his life would end. Nobody knew when his life would end or how, but he knew what his purpose was. And what I gained for him from him was, you know, that is so important for us to know why we're on the planet, what our part, mm, we don't yeah. all have the same part. We don't all have the same, um, you know, uh, job to do, or God doesn't necessarily have the same vision for me as he does for John Hall. But to be on it in the way that he was, you know, yeah. to give it his life, you know, and then to even pass on a legacy to his children and to the rest of us as well. And I think that it's important for us who, who know the truth to stick with it and not be sucked in by the culture, you know, to, uh, to, you know, I, I was saying to John, you know, I'm, I'm still on the boat because I know Jesus is in the boat with me, you know, but to stay in the boat, not to jump ship, you know, by taking on the philosophy of the world. There is, uh, there is a spirit out there that wants everything torn down. The thief, yeah. according to John 10, 10, comes for one reason, to kill, to seek and destroy. destroy. Mm-hmm. You know, and but Jesus came that we would have life. And so we have that opportunity to share with others. And we, that's where we need to stand no matter what we hear, no matter what it smells like, no matter what's going on in the rest of the world. We have to stick to stick to our guns. That's good. Tony, that's really a great story about about the eyes. And of course, in this yeah. COVID era with our masks up, we're seeing people's eyes if we choose to see each other's eyes. Uh, how vitally important that is, especially in this fractured age that we live in. So uh, on this day, and of course, always uh, proud to call you my sister in Christ and uh, just blessed to know you, Tony. So thanks for your ministry. It's a powerful force here in the city. Thank you. God bless. And you all have a great day. And you as well. Tony Turner, listen, uh, the Gracism Task Force exists uh, on Facebook. Check out Tony. Uh, You can see she's a wonderful teacher and speaker with the common good of all of us at heart. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, 
and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Our world needs hope like never before. But lives change for the better when hope breaks through. We always like to begin with the word of God because it is the power unto salvation. Help Cornerstone Television Network light up our city with the truth and hope of the gospel. Alongside special guest Krista Smith, Coy Barker, The Binions, Mike Smalley, and Jay Gilbert. Save the date for our Bridge of Hope broadcast. January 25th through the 29th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes is back. Every time the score changes, someone wins $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. See rules and enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age of majority. Ends February 4th. Licensed in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. The NFL is not sponsored promotion in any way. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. I have to admit this, although I'm a little leery to do so, but watching football this weekend, there was a point I was actually rooting for the Cleveland Browns. That's horrible. I'm just saying. I can't believe you'd admit that publicly. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. It was a good game. It was a good game, but that doesn't mean you need to get behind the Browns, John. I you just, I just got caught up in the moment. I thought, mm-hmm. the Browns can pull this thing out. Let's yeah. go, you guys. I'm always kind of rooting for the underdog. Yeah. So it was a really good weekend of football, was it not? It was a great weekend of football. And didn't it highlight how truly bad the Steelers are? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're watching those teams and you're like. We couldn't compete with that. Nope. No, no. Yeah, we couldn't have made that. Right. So I'm watching the game last night, which, you know, was the battle of old men. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Now, again. There's Tom Brady. I'm not rooting for Tom Brady. You I'm better for... not be rooting for Tom Brady. No. Don't even say that there was no. any part of the game where you were rooting for Tom Brady. No, there really wasn't. Thank However, you. Right. you know, when you look at those combined age of those two guys, the two of them together, yeah, 85 years old. Yeah, that's something. I mean, that's some old guys. That's something. Right? There was a terrific video that was on Twitter last night. Um, after the game, Drew Brees knowing that it was probably his last time leaving oh. an NFL field as an NFL player was out on the field with his four little kids and his wife and Tom Brady came out and they hugged and they were just talking a little bit and he threw the football um, drew Brees's little boy went out into the end zone and said, Tom, Tom, and Tom threw him a touchdown and That's he cool. caught it. And uh, Tom was like, we I could have used you tonight. Where were you? <laughs> anyway, it was a really it was a, I hate to use the word heartwarming because it's trite. It's true, it was. It no. really was. It, uh, it was really good. Mm-hmm. It humanized those guys. And I love Drew Brees. I really do. I've really enjoyed watching him play all these years. Yep. I mean, you know, nobody likes to hang up their cleats after playing football, probably since he was in Pee Wee or Pop right. Warner football. But, uh, boy, oh boy. But it was six weeks ago. He had 11 fractured ribs and a punctured lung. When they said that. 
Can you imagine having one fractured rib, no, let alone 11? No. How painful. No. I mean, it, it just, doesn't even make any sense that you'd be playing make football after that. It just, no. it just doesn't. You know, you know he's happy today. If that it really is the case. His, that he's, his wife. Exactly. And his parents. You know that she's like, like, let sit down on get the bench this with out you, of please. here. Holy smokes. Yeah. Anyway, so that's football. And uh, I don't know. I look forward to it. I, th- there's something that's kind of freeing when your team isn't in it. You think, okay, I don't have the crazy anxiety that I normally would have. Oh, it's so, so much easier. Yeah, a lot oh, easier. Who cares? Like yeah. you watch it, you're like, I don't really care who wins. Exactly. I would really like to see Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown not get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, don't I would be like mean. to say that. Don't be mean. Okay. We'll take a break uh, for the I'll five o'clock hour. When miracles don't seem miraculous. That's straight ahead. The ride home with Johnny Cathy and Word FM. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Senator Kamala Harris has resigned her seat in the U.S. Senate so she could assume the office of vice president on Wednesday. Once sworn in, Harris will become the highest ranking elected woman in U.S. history. A Russian judge has ordered to jail opposition leader Alexei Navalny for 30 days after the leading Kremlin critic returned to Russia from Germany where he was recovering from nerve agent poisoning he blames on the Kremlin. The ruling concluded a court hearing set up by a police precinct where Navalny was being held since his arrest at, in Moscow on Sunday. Swiss authorities say they placed two hotels under quarantine and ordered all guests and employees be tested. For the new variant of the coronavirus, it happened at the upscale skiing resort in St. Moritz. This is SRN News. All the online Christmas shopping this year had me too quick to double-click. Just too easy to spend money. I had a checkout cart with five golden rings, four calling birds, and three Chia Pets. If you, too, let your Christmas cheer spread a bit too far and you're tired of being stretched financially, tired of the constant credit card stress, and you're curious if a refinance or cash-out refinance would help, know that we're a faith and family mortgage team committed to Word FM. It sounds so radio commercial to say, but it really is true that mortgage rates have gone from historically low levels to somehow even a bit lower as of late leaving millions of Americans with the potential opportunity to either lower your monthly payment a couple hundred bucks or cash out a chunk of equity that's sitting in your home to use for life. If you'd like to see what that would look like for you, we are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. Nice. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-555-88. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. 
call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-555-88. 800-555-88. That's 800-555-88. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Where can you find a mattress store that truly puts your needs first? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our team is here with a no-pressure approach to help you find the right mattress to meet your unique needs. Whether it's back support, comfort, or long-term durability you're seeking, nobody knows more about what makes a great mattress great. We want to make sure you're prepared to make the best choice for you, whether you buy from us or not. Stop by your local OMF store to see the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with a couple of snow showers. Tonight's low 27. Tomorrow, cloudy and breezy with a couple of flurries. We'll see a high tomorrow of 33. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy skies with a couple of snow showers and a low of 23. Wednesday, a snow shower in the morning. Otherwise, we'll have intervals of clouds and sunshine. Wednesday, we'll reach a high of 29. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Uh, downstairs during the break here in my house to uh, get a glass of water, one of, my, one of my kids said, hey, it's cold in here. Meanwhile, he's wearing a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. I said, put on a pair of pants and a hoodie. <laughs> That's such... That is such a guy thing to say. Like all of a sudden, like I'm like quality control for everyone's right. comfort. What right? is the deal with men yeah, who know. find it important to wear shorts when it's cold? What I is mean, that? Is that some know. kind of like testosterone proof or what? Know. What is no. that about? For me, I'll tell you what it is. No, I don't wear shorts in the wintertime. It's just ridiculous. However, when summer finally does come, mm-hmm. there's something to be said about the incredible ease of slipping on a T-shirt and putting on a pair of shorts. No, okay, I'm with you on that because, you know, I have two legs as well. However, let me just say that when, <laughs> when I was at my local grocery store two legs. yesterday. Yeah, oh, you saw some coconut. Some dude who was who had gotten out of his car and was walking into Giant Eagle. And here's the thing. Yeah. You, this is what was great. You could tell he was freezing. Okay? Of course he was. But he was like moving slowly, oh. right? Because he wanted to prove that he wasn't, bothered by it right so yeah. he's in shorts he's got a t-shirt on and he's just like moving into giant eagle like i am cooler than all the rest of you because no. i can wear shorts in the snowstorm i was no. like ah no anybody you, you think oh sir please you're a coconut you're not showing me anything nothing only Get you're making poor decisions concerning the weather that's all right. that it is mm-hmm. yeah anyway um listen uh a friend of mine yesterday texted me and said, hey, I got my uh, first shot of the vaccine. I was awesome. like, what? What's up with that? He said, yeah. He goes, um, a friend of mine, in my somebody in my family was at a vaccine site. They had some extra shots. They were like 
call somebody you know. He said, I flew down there. I was in 15 minutes later. Boom, I'm sitting down getting a vaccine. So they're coming at people in some strange ways. I mean, you know, I know people have uh, just sort of showed up at vaccine places. I'm not recommending you do that by any stretch. But, right, I mean, there's a system in place in Pennsylvania. It seems a little shaky. Is there a system in place in Pennsylvania? How about West Virginia? West Virginia, by by January 30th, everybody who's a resident is going to have both vaccines, one and two. Listen, I was thinking about West Virginia because one time years ago, I love this. One time years ago, our receptionist was talking to a guy, giving him directions or something like that. uh, and, And she started cracking up. And I said, tell me. So she was giving the guy directions. She said, are you okay with that? And he goes, of course I am. I'm from West Virginia, aren't I? Which I thought, okay, that sums it up. That's that West Virginia can-do spirit. What, they just, they listen to what people tell them and they forge ahead? No, he just, you know, of course I'm okay. I can figure it out. I'm from West Virginia. So God bless you. He knew that. And he was telling them. What what does that mean for the Keystone State? We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, we're still working on it. You think, what do you think? Any idea when you're going to get a shot? Any idea? what? June, July. I mean, is is anybody saying anything? I don't. I mean, nobody's calling me saying, "Hey, Kath, we got to make sure we get you the vaccine." Good news is though, if you, I'm not. I'm not a frontline worker in any way, shape, or form. I'm able to work from home, and I'm not wearing shorts into Giant Eagle like the dude yesterday. Right, right. Yeah, but if you go to a restaurant, I'm going to address you. So just be careful about that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. What the heck? All right. uh, Should we take a break? I think it would be a good idea. All right. We've we'll got take a Dr. Break. Todd Allen coming up in a little bit as we talk about Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming up next, uh, we're going to talk to Greg Phelan from Williams College when miracles don't seem miraculous. Really? Like no big push of light or something. Things just kind of happen. 101.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. Across the country. The fall semester of colleges have come to an end. Now, of course, COVID has really affected how colleges teach. Your child maybe have been in college and uh, has had primarily Zoom classes. We're happy to report that Grove City College, where Kath and I have children who have attended, really made a great effort to make sure that most of the students were able to attend in-person classes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's been a good semester. Our kids have really thrived this semester. We really had great encouragement from the teaching that was online and in person at Grove City College. Now, of course, there were some COVID cases, but not enough to really affect things or shut things down. So Grove City College, if you're thinking about your child for next semester or next year at Grove City College, we'd highly recommend because we know the leadership and the quality, the nature of those who are in leadership at Grove City College. Yeah, and I feel like I can speak well to this, John, because my daughter is one of the people who got COVID-19, and she's a student at Grove City. We had to bring her back um, at the beginning of November, and uh, nothing at all about this entire era is ideal, but I felt like the college did the best that they could in dealing with rising cases, and a lot of students went home, some students stayed, and I think you're right. The prioritization of in-person learning as long as they possibly could is what really made this semester go. That's right. If you're looking for a quality education with Christ centered in the middle, 
Grove City College, online, gcc.edu. The pandemic has caused families to spend more time in close quarters than ever before. But if you're noticing an emotional distance between you and your child because of their drug or alcohol use, you may not know where to turn. Partnership to End Addiction can help. With free guidance, support, and resources, we work directly with families and communities across the country to help save lives. And we can help you, too. To end addiction, start with connection. Reach out to us at drugfree.org. Our world needs hope like never before, but lives change for the better when hope breaks through. We always like to begin with the Word of God because it is the power unto salvation. Help Cornerstone Television Network light up our city with the truth and hope of the gospel alongside special guest Krista Smith, Coy Barker, The Binions, Mike Smalley, and Jay Gilbert. Save the date for our Bridge of Hope broadcast. January 25th through the 29th at 8 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network. I think it's fair to say when any of us think of miracles, we're always thinking of like these massive scales, right? Gigantic endeavors. Feeding of the 5,000. Right. I mean, people risen from the dead. Or Jesus calming the water or... Just right. massive things. You know, how, how'd that even work? Well, I think a lot of times our next guest is saying that when we see miracles that are small miracles, we just go right by them. Greg Phelan's with us. Greg is Associate Professor of Economics at Williams College. Greg earned his college and graduate degrees from Yale University. His research focuses on macroeconomics and financial theory. He wrote a piece that appeared in the Gospel Coalition website called When Miracles Don't Seem Miraculous. Hey, Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Greg, happy to have you. This is an interesting subject. Um, you know, we, we recounted some of the miracles that we think of in the New Testament. A couple, I mean, there are a ton in the Old Testament, just like, you know, the parting of the Red Sea is the first one I thought of, but I mean, it's chock full. Um, when we talk about normal day-to-day life, though, in this era, um, people in at least my church tradition say, okay, well, let's pray about things. Let's just kind of receive what God has for us and just kind of move on to the next thing. Um, You're saying that a lot of those things that God provides in the day-to-day, we should look at as miraculous? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I I would even say I I wrote the article almost reluctantly because I, you know, I I want to see big, (laughs) big, spectacular um, answers to prayer. And, uh, but I, I had to look at, my own experience this summer and say, well, here is a clear case or a couple of clear cases where God answered prayer and there's no getting around it. And there was a supernatural component of God's timing and the work of the spirit. Um, but it seemed so not spectacular and so very natural and normal. Fabulous. Okay. So then everyday miracles, but that by even saying that, I, I so even hesitate kind of to say that. Them, right? I am. Yeah. yeah. But Greg, tell us the supernatural events that happened in your life. Sure. Yeah. I'd love to. So, um, so this, uh, so it's, uh, so I'm an, I'm an elder in our church. Um, and it's always hard, uh, running a church harder than probably anybody realizes. And, uh, this summer for several reasons were really, it was really hard. Um, and I just felt like a piñata, and every week just somebody else was taking a whack. Um, and uh, and it got to the point. I mean, I'd say usually I'm happy to say the Lord, Lord, I'm your I'm your servant. You know, I'll I'll do what I need to do. And um, but it, it got it got to the point where I, I I just couldn't handle it anymore. 
Um, and I was, I was, I was praying and I was on, I was on my bike. I got a lot of praying done on, on the bike, uh, this mm-hmm. summer. And, uh, and I just, I was, I was, I, re- I remembered Jesus telling the disciples, I no longer call you servant, but I call you my friends. And I just very, I said, God, I, I, I believe that, but I don't feel like your friend. I need to know that I'm your friend. And I got home from my ride and I, you know, I was going through Pownal, Vermont at that time. And I get home and I have a text message from a, from a friend of mine, a, a young lady, um, my mom's age. And, um, and she said, Greg, can we, can we talk today? Um, and so I just called her that moment and, and I told her how I was feeling and she prayed for me. And it was, there was just this momentary peace that just came right over me. Um, and, uh, and she said, you know, I'm actually planning to come hang out with your wife tonight. And so could my husband come? And so we ended up all hanging out um, that night in our backyard. And, uh, and there were a couple significant things that came out of that. Um, one was she, 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 she said, everything you're feeling is real and everything that's happened to you is, is not good. But in her very gentle way, she's like, I, I think that there's some work in you that you could do. Um, and so she suggested a book, a couple books I check out. Um, and, and so I, and I was like, okay, I will. And, um, but she also told me, she said, I just felt the Holy spirit prompt me to call you today. Um, and I, uh, you know, and I should have said when I got home and I, and after I got off the phone with Elizabeth, I, I looked at, when did she text me? And it was about 15 minutes before I got home, which was, it was basically, you know, within just a few minutes of when I would have been praying, um, at my, at my, at my peak, <laughs> um, in Pownall. And I was like, that's just so weird. And I asked my wife later, I was like, okay, God told her to call me. She called me as I was praying and she was going to come over anyway. So she didn't have to call me that like this morning. She, if she wanted to talk to me, she would see me that evening. It's like, how is this God answering my prayer? Cause it was not at all obvious. And, and, my wife is, is better at seeing God at work. She said, well, you prayed for God's friendship and he sent friends. And I, I, I said, well, that's nice, but that just doesn't feel good enough for me. Cause I really, I was, I was like, I need a big, a big feeding of the 5,000 type of miracle here, <laughs> the way I'm feeling. Um, but uh, I started reading the book and I realized, okay, there's definitely stuff here that I need to work on. And, um, and I need, but I, I need help. I can't do it myself. Um, and I needed somebody who wasn't knee deep in everything going on at church. So not one of the other elders or pastors. And I needed somebody I could trust. And uh, I said, you know what, I'm going to ask Elizabeth. And for counseling or pastoral care or spiritual direction or, you know, I don't know what to call it. Um, and, and she, she agreed. Um, and so, you know, two, two things came out of that um, that have really sort of helped me to see that God answered my prayer, not by answering it in a moment, but by setting in motion a whole bunch of events and processes um, that are, that I still don't see how they all come together, but it's, it's undeniable to me that God is doing something mm-hmm. um, and that he responded to that prayer. Um, and um, so if I could share just a little you know, one thing I learned was that I had no sense of my own limits. I just had, I, I just had no idea that I had 
I was running on fumes and a few months later I would realize I was, I was burned out. I'd never felt that in my life, but I was. Um, and if I hadn't been, um, talking with Elizabeth, I wouldn't have realized that that's what had happened. Um, and so God was keeping me from a severe burnout that was just around the corner. Mm. Um, but another thing, uh, was I realized I needed to spend a lot more time being with God instead of doing things for him. And that was a hard lesson for me because I always feel like, well, there's so much that needs to be done. And one of the things that Pete Scazzaro says, any, for anybody in ministry, there's more to do than you can, than you can do. So give up on the idea that you're going to get it all done. You're not going to. Um, and so, you know, one, one, uh, one afternoon I, I had finished my work and I knew I had about two hours that I could start something new or I could, you know, just stop. And I said, okay, I'm just going to go sit in the backyard and I have no agenda. I'm not going to go in two hours, read the whole book of Jeremiah. I'm just going to sit with God. And while I was there, um, just listening, just, just waiting, just listening, um, a thought popped into my head that was so, it was so gentle and so subtle and I would have missed it if I hadn't been cued in to just be quiet and wait. And, um, and so a little preface, the beginning of the, of, of March or April, my four-year-old started riding his bicycle. I was like, this is great. Cause you know, lockdown and COVID at least he can go outside and, and ride his bike. And then a few weeks later, he just decided to stop pedaling. Um, and so that was extremely frustrating for me as a father. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cause I know you can do it. You can do it. Like, it's not even, I think you can, I know you did it. And so weeks went by and, and I guess it was months at this point. And, uh, and you know, every, every week or two, we'd go out and give it a shot. And it was just another, another failure, um, again and again and again. And so I'm sitting out there, um, doing what Pete Scazzaro told me to do, like just be with God. And I heard God say, uh, I heard God say, when he's ready to ride his bike, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it was this moment where I knew this was not just about bicycle riding. Um, that was, this is the key for how to parent my four-year-old son for his life. Like he's not the kind of kid that I need to just push to get things get him to do stuff when he's ready he'll do it and i kid you not 10 days later he walks over he walks to me and he says daddy get down my spider-man bike i want to go ride it and he for the next three weeks every spare moment all he did was ride that bike and like the moment we woke up and after dinner like he was always riding his bicycle and my you know my wife tells me gosh she didn't even have to wait two weeks for God to confirm that word for you. Um, and I never, I never would have picked up that parenting trick. You know, it's more than a trick. If, if I hadn't been cued into listen, which I wouldn't have been doing if I hadn't been talking with Elizabeth and reading uh, Scazzaro's books, if Elizabeth hadn't texted that moment, that, that morning. Um, and so it, it just, I could see God is doing more than I, mm-hmm. than I, than I realized. Um, but it all started there. Um, because I gotta be honest, you know, at, at the time I was thinking, okay, things are hard. God, what I need is for you to get me through the next two, three weeks. Um, maybe, you know, like you can imagine like there's this rock 
you need to dig six inches deep to get it out. And I think he real he showed me like, no, this is a boulder. You got about six feet of digging to do because things just kept getting harder. And, and if all God had given me at that moment was relief, which is basically what I wanted, it, it wouldn't have been enough. Greg Phelan is with us, Associate Professor of Economics at Williams College. Um, he's an elder at Community Bible Church in Williamstown, Massachusetts, which is um, kind of the genesis of the story that he's told us. You know, it's a, it's a great story, Greg. And I think, uh, you know, I, I as you were talking, I thought of all sorts of examples in my own life where God has helped me to, you know, do really, really basic difficult. rudimentary things or things that are really, really difficult. Um, and... If you're, I don't know, I'm just so grateful that I didn't miss it. Um, and I think of all the times I probably have missed it. I guess I'm just looking back on the times that I got it and I'm grateful for that. Right. But I, I also think, Greg, the big thing I hear is that, you know, this phrase that you were wholly available. You allowed God to work in you instead of just running through it or preoccupying yourself. Oh, yeah. I, you know, there there are times when I when I know that God wants to get my attention and he does, but that was a moment where I knew I would have missed it. I knew I would have missed it if I wasn't cued in. Um, yeah. And talk about, um, talk about now that you have had a chance to reflect on this, obviously John and I have read the article that you uh, wrote about it. Um, Does it inspire you going forward? Has it changed the trajectory of your, just your, I don't know, your spiritual life, knowing that um, there are very basic things that God is trying to accomplish in your life and grow you in. And I don't know, you don't, you don't want to miss those opportunities. Yeah. I think there's, there's been two, two big reflections for me. One is, is God is clearly, you know, God has shown me that he's, he's pruning me and purifying me and refining me because, you know, what I was going through in, you know, June, July, August, whatever, was not the hardest stage of my life, uh, you know, in, in the remainder of my life to come. And, and if I, and he is giving me more than, than I asked for. Um, and that trusting that God will give us more than we ask for, even though it doesn't feel like it, right? Um, the day that, the way that he answered my prayer that day was definitely felt like a lot less than I'd asked for. Um, but I'm slowly seeing God's doing more than I'm asking for. And uh, with that, I realized, okay, so here's a case where I was fortunate to see God miraculously answer this prayer, like this supernatural leading of Elizabeth to reach out to me. Um, and still, it doesn't all make sense to me how it is that God's answering the prayer, even though I have definitive evidence that he he is. And it just made me think, how many more times is, is God answering prayer and doing something in our lives, but we don't even see that he's doing anything, let alone understanding what it is he's doing? Yeah, that's really just, good. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I realize, like, like, even, you know, going back to when I prayed, you know, the Bible tells me I'm God's friend. And so I, I, there's a level in which I believe it and I need to trust it. And I, and I need to trust that it's true because Jesus said that the night that he was to be betrayed, the the day before he was going to be crucified to forgive our sins, 
So God has already showed himself trustworthy. And so, you know, for me now, life is, life has only gotten harder <laughs> since I prayed those prayers. Um, but I, you know, we always have the choice in light of who God is to, to trust that God is, is with us and is working and is providing, even if it's not on a time scale that makes any sense to us. Um, and we do have the evidence to trust that, that God is good and that God's friendship is, is for us. In the small things and in the big things, yeah, God is for us. And that's true. That friendship is everything, Greg. And uh, so that's why, you know, your story resonates so deeply with me. The, the big things in life, we think we're, we wait for those big thunderclaps. But in your life, God's whispering to you in these little tiny moments. And I just love that you were able to hear him to set things in motion. Obviously, it, it changed your heart and your mind and in your life by association. So that's it's really a good word for me from Monday afternoon when I feel like I've got to, you know, be in charge of everything and I got to rally everybody and God's with me and, you know, let's go. But the softer, the you know, the simpler, the more quiet times, I, I, I love the illustrations where you showed that God is with you and God working in all our lives. So um, it's a good encouragement. Thanks for those stories. Thank you. My pleasure to share. That's Greg Phelan, Associate Professor of Economics at Williams College. All right, coming up next, uh, I believe it's time to ask the question, does this make sense? Does what make sense? Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off, backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares Sweepstakes is back. It's the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes. And best of all, it's free to enter. Every score change, someone wins $50,000. Just enter for free at rocketmortgagesquares.com, and it could be you. Touchdowns, field goals, safeties, extra points. Every single score change will draw one lucky winner from the square to win $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. One way to enter, two ways to win. See rules and enter for free at rocketmortgagesquares.com. Then tune into the Super Bowl on February 7th to see if you bring home some dough. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age of majority. Ends 2-4-2021, 11-59 p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. The NFL entities as defined in the official rules have not offered or sponsored this promotion in any way. Heard the good news about COVID-19 vaccines? They're here. But you can do more than wait for your turn. Here's how. 
Stay at least six feet away from folks you don't live with. And it's risky to be indoors with them, too. And masks? Well, they protect both the person wearing them and the folks around them. Wear a mask, watch your distance, and make a big difference now. Learn more about vaccines at cdc.gov coronavirus. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. We'll see cloudy skies for tonight with a couple of snow showers. Tonight's low 27. Tomorrow, cloudy and breezy with a couple of flurries. We'll see a high tomorrow of 33. Tomorrow night, mainly cloudy skies with a couple of snow showers and a low of 23. Wednesday, a snow shower in the morning. Otherwise, we'll have intervals of clouds and sunshine. Wednesday, will reach a high of 29. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Reptiles as pets. Now, I read this story last night before I went to bed about some, I was going to say crazy, but some person who had like a baby alligator, you know, three iguanas, a bunch of geckos, etc., etc., in their house. And of course, once you buy one, apparently you want to buy a lot of them. And so the person was basically overrun by all the reptiles. And the police were called and there were issues and et cetera, et cetera. But even if there are not issues, does it make sense to have reptiles as pets? You know I'm an animal lover, John. I'm asking the question honestly. I mean, I, I God is an incredible creator God. Look at the, look at the uh, amazing diversity around us. Do we have to invite reptile diversity into our home? F, different strokes. Right now, look, you know that I've got this little Gussie who's 15 years old. Right. My little Corgi dog. He is really old. So now, you know, everything's changed and I got to get down on the ground and I got to go, hey, Gussie. You know, I got to whisper in his ear so he can hear me. That makes me feel good. Now, if you had like an old snake, would you do that with an old snake? I wouldn't do that with a new snake. Would you do it with an old alligator? No, no, no. But you can't quantify the particular bond a person has with another living thing i I think i I might be able to i don't think i can Mm. so if that's your thing Mm -hmm. go for it reptiles make sense sure okay i've had turtles Mm. i like my turtles i'm coming down on the opposite side as you reptiles as pets people okay doesn't make sense all right uh during uh earlier in the show i was uh doing some work here and I got up to move something and I knocked over an entire glass of cranberry juice on my desk Mm -hmm. while I'm live on the air, Mm -hmm. which made me think 
I need a sippy cup. <laughs> and then you think, right. <laughs> you know what? If yeah. you had a kid, yeah. sippy cups, yeah. but do sippy cups make sense? Yeah. Oh, for sure. For well, sure. I mean, that's what my water bottle is. My water bottle is a sippy cup. How about an adult? Oh, it is. See, I'm just using it's like fine. a glass, no, no, which no. I like. I mean, a glass is fine, but you have shown yourself incapable of maintaining it well. Oh, I got so much stickiness going on that's here. That's why you should use a water bottle. But I sure like a glass. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You're not mature enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ouch. At least I'm wide awake. I'm Lynette. All right. Sippy cups. Yeah, they make sense for adults, too. Be right back. One hundred one point five Word FM, W O R D. If hope is in short supply, we may have the wrong supplier. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie continues with his series of most requested messages of the year, and we'll consider the life of Moses, who faced an epic challenge but was empowered by an omnipotent God. We'll learn from his life this week on A New Beginning. A New Beginning with Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 1030 on WORD. Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. We want to hear yours. Click the Wedding Stories banner at wordfm.com to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own for a chance at great prizes. You could win dinner on us or one of our grand prizes, including a diamond necklace valued over $1,000, a $350 overnight stay at Buell Mansion, or a $250 photo storage media conversion package. Sponsored in part by Shelley Murray Photo Organizing Service and Trinity Jewelers. Enter at wordfm.com. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call one 800 936-5496 That's 1-800-936-5496 My dad and I's faith-focused mortgage team has been telling our story to the best Christian radio audiences across the country for a while now. We've gotten to take care of thousands of families and these are some messages some of those families were nice enough to leave with their radio station. I thought, you know what, I'm going to give Ryan a call just to see if it makes sense. Interest rates had fallen so drastically that we were able to save hundreds of additional dollars off of our mortgage. So it's been such a blessing to our family in this time of when the pandemic has hit us hard. And it just was a reminder that God can work in little ways, even like a refi. (laughs) They make it so simple and easy. It's just always such a joy to talk to them. You can tell that they just love what they do and that they're just excited. They have the same values as us. We knew we could trust them. It was just a great experience all around. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. 
the fierce urgency of now. MLK, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, credited with that phrase. It appeared a couple of times as Martin Luther King Jr. spoke to crowds, once in 1963 on the Mall in Washington, D.C., once in 1967, where he was uh, at a church in New York City. But that phrase, the fierce urgency of now, reverberates, especially on Martin Luther King Day. Todd Allen is with us. Todd is Vice President for Diversity Affairs, Professor of Communication at Messiah College. Todd is the founder of the Common Ground Project, which is a nonprofit dedicated to teaching the history of the civil rights movement. And Todd joins us now. Todd, welcome today. Hi, good to be with you. Todd, always good to hear from you. Um, let's yeah. talk about ML, let's talk about MLK uh, Jr. and the fierce urgency of now. How do you see that in our current climate? Sure. Yeah. Now, as uh, as uh, was mentioned, uh, that that is a, a phrase that he uttered quite often, most famously, uh, not only in the I Have a Dream uh, speech, um, usually in that portion uh, that people often don't listen to. They just kind of listen to the dream part of it, I guess. Right. The first and part. Then, yeah. uh, and, and, and then that, that speech from Riverside, which uh, was actually the Beyond Vietnam uh, speech that he delivered one year uh, to the day uh, before his assassination, uh, mm-hmm. so you just talk about eerie. Um, but when I when I think about the, the the present moment, you know what King was really saying, or at least what he's saying to me in in that fierce urgency of now, um, that is the fierce urgency now for uh, people of truth and people of justice uh, to stand up uh, for what's right, to do what's right, um, particularly for Christians, for the church to be the church. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the church to be the church, um, let's talk about how you see that, Todd. I mean, we can look at that in a variety of ways, whether we're talking about it in a civic sense, how we engage with politics, or we're talking about it in a um, in a in how we deal with one another inside the church. Uh, which one do you want to tackle first? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't I'm, hope, I I'm hoping that you can fix it by the time the segment's over. Them, you know? <laughs> but but no, I mean I think I think it, it does start at home, uh, and so that's I guess maybe where I'll begin. You okay. know, we're to be a people of we're to be a people marked of love. You know, love of God and love of neighbor. Uh, when we talk about within the church, I mean those are those are neighbors who, in many ways, uh, are like us, uh, or at least you know we've got this shared shared faith commitment. Um, but sometimes we can be so unloving even to. Uh, the neighbors that are like us, you can then imagine what happens uh, when we step outside uh, and engage with neighbors who are, who are unlike us. But despite all of that, you know, I don't, I don't lose hope um, with, with what I see. Uh, it just reminds me all the more, um, you know, what, what the Lord is, uh, is calling us to do and, and, and who we're, we're called to be in this, in this moment. Not perfect. Uh, you know, we're going to fall short. Heaven knows uh, I fall short. Um, but to, to, again, to have that commitment to, um, not only love God, love neighbor, but to be people of, of truth and justice and of humility. Um, you know, if we, if, you know, we wonder why, quote unquote, the world doesn't get it, get it right. Um, you know, sometimes we fail to get it right. Uh, and, and we've been, you know, we've been given a mandate. Yes. So, uh, as I talked about with you a little bit earlier today, I, I listened to the I, had, I Have a Dream speech, the recording of it. It's not that long. I mean, really, it's only 17 minutes long. 
And the right. po the poetry and the prose mm -hmm. are just undeniably beautiful. At the same time, being so deeply urgent. Now, uh, I don't, I did not listen to the Riverside Church speech, and I just would like to read this one paragraph because it's again, it's so poetic and so urgent. Where, where Martin Luther King Jr. in 1967, this is towards the end of his his speech at Riverside. He says, "We are now faced with the fact." that tomorrow is today. We are confronted with the fierce urgency of now. In this unfolding conundrum of life and history, there is such a thing as being too late. Procrastination is still the thief of time. Life often leaves us standing bare, naked, dejected, with a lost opportunity. The tide in the affairs of men does not remain at the flood. It ebbs. We may cry out desperately for time to pause in her passage, but time is deaf to every plea and rushes on. Over the bleached bones and jumbled residue of numerous civilizations are written the pathetic words, too late. There is an invisible book of life that faithfully records our vigilance or our neglect. The moving finger writes and having writ moves on. We still have a choice today, nonviolent coexistence or violent co-annihilation i mean yeah well no, okay so you know, I mean, yeah, okay you know, so break that break that down for us todd <laughs> well you know that that is that is to me you know one of the beauties of 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 king's of king's rhetoric uh is that it was not king's rhetoric you know i think we heard echoes in there uh of the of the scriptures right mm -hmm. yes um, it's a fitting example of the power of the preach word and the the timeliness uh, of the of the priest word, you know that's a message. You know, I said it was titled "Beyond Vietnam." I think if you take out the specific yep. war or tension that he was addressing and just plug in anything from the headlines today, uh, as they say that 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 still that still preaches. Um, you know the the uh, the the thing that that gives me uh, the, the the greatest fear. Uh, is that, you know, we think, as King used to say, that the progress is just going to roll in on the wheels of inevitability, right? The mm -hmm, time right. is going to, to change things. But as he says, you know, time is neutral and, and doesn't change things. It's the, the active working and coming together uh, that can change things. Um, you know, that, that arc of the moral universe, you know, that he preaches about is yeah. long, but it, it, but it bends towards justice. But, but it, 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 it needs some people out there working to bend it. It's just not going to bend on its own. Uh, Dr. Todd Allen with us, Vice President for Diversity Affairs and Professor of Communication at Messiah College, also the founder of the Common Ground Project, which we'll talk a little bit um, before he leaves us at the end of this segment. Um, what about, um, we're talking about the fierce urgency of now, Todd. It made me think of that part of the um, letter from a Birmingham jail where he talks about waiting. And um, I was reading it earlier today. I'll just read a little bit of this. Um, mm -hmm. It's you're right. His his prose is so easy. It's so every word seems so valuable. Um, I guess it's it's good to keep, to set aside some time to read this. But he says, I guess it's easy for those who have never felt the stinging facts of segregation to say wait. But when you've seen vicious mobs lynch your mothers and fathers at will and drown your sisters and brothers at whim. When you've seen hate-filled policemen curse, kick, brutalize, and even kill your black brothers and sisters with impunity. When you see the vast majority of your 20 million Negro brothers 
smothering in an airtight cage of poverty in the midst of an affluent society. When you suddenly find your tongue twisted and your speech stammering as you seek to explain to your six-year-old daughter why she can't go to the public amusement park that has just been advertised on television and to see tears welling up in her little eyes when she's told that Funtown is closed to colored children. And see the depressing clouds of inferiority begin to form in her little mental sky. I mean, it goes on and on. It's another, you know, eight to ten uh, sentences. Uh, Todd, that was the first, when I read that years ago, I don't know how many years ago I read that, maybe 15 years ago. That was the first time I realized that it was easy for me because none of that was ever a reality for, for me or for anyone in my family. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it, in in whatever the, 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 the national event that occurs, you know, we often find people giving a response that says something such as, this is not who we are. Now, I, I like to think deep down what people really mean when they say that is, this is not who we should be. Uh, the truth of the matter is, this is exactly uh, who we are. You know, we go back and look at the uh, historical record. Uh, we have not always uh, been the best. We're broken people. Uh, we're a broken nation. I know that doesn't go go well when we like to pat ourselves on the on the back and tell ourselves how, how exceptional we are. Um, you know, I, I was listening to a sermon this past Sunday uh, that reminded me that uh, we are not exceptional. Uh, the only uh, one who is exceptional is, is God, right? Um, it was mentioned earlier uh, the uh, the I have a dream uh, speech and. Uh, you know, I, I too encourage people to, to listen to that or read that in its entirety because to me, it's, he does this this great play uh, between two issues that I've been wrestling with for this past year, and that's lament and hope. You know, in the first half of that uh, of that, I have a dream address. He's he's really lamenting and and kind of calling out, but really calling up uh, the nation to be true to uh, to who we said we are. Right. Uh, but he doesn't leave us. In, 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 in despair. Um, but he leaves us with this hope. That's what he's talking about, that dream, right? And again, right. I just go back to, you know, people forget, they think of King as this civil rights leader, uh, when the truth of the matter was he was a, a Christian, um, and in fact, King's own words, a Baptist preacher living yes. out uh, the mission uh, of the gospel. And, 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 and that's the same thing that's true of, of God, that you know, yep. we're not left uh, in despair and at loss, uh, but there is always hope. But guess what? Time is running out. Time is running out. And Todd, again, to go back to that recording, that 17-minute recording of the I Had Have a Dream speech, and truly highly recommend it. If you've not listened to it in a while, or you've never, or your children, or anybody in your house, play it today. Because there's something that's so evocative about that, that as Martin Luther King Jr., just a wonderful pastor, wonderful preacher. You can feel, you know, he's drawing people in. And the audio frame around that, people are responding with, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> and they're driving each other. It's a beautiful piece. And I'm not trying to minimize it by calling it, but it's 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 theater in a, in a piece of way, you know, that there is this tension, there is this drive, there is this hope, there is this despair, there is this calling out. It's all there together, and it's... To know what happens, you know, a few years after that, it's a heartbreak as well. And I just want to make sure too that you know when I when I say that phrase, uh, calling out, uh, you know what I what I mean, and I'm sure John, what 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 you're meaning is, you know, I tell people, you know, any good sermon 
any good sermon uh, ought to make you say amen, and it ought to make mm-hmm. you say ouch. Uh, Me a response. And, 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 all, and all throughout. And maybe sometimes maybe a little more ouch than amen. But yeah, we're of course. not calling out just for the, the simple, uh, you know, I'm better than you. But no, it's no. calling you out to call you up into a, a right relationship with, with God, but also calling you in and into a right relationship with your brothers and sisters. And at the, at the end of the day, that's, that's really the message uh, to me uh, that King was preaching uh, in the movement. Mm, really Dr. Todd true. Allen, Vice President for Diversity Affairs and Professor of Communication at Messiah College. Um, Todd, for people listening who you know, haven't read MLK, um, haven't listened, what do you recommend? Oh man, everything. Now, uh, but I do tell people, you know, go back to the beginning. You know, when he gives his very first address at Holt Street, uh, which helped to launch the Montgomery bus protest, you can see the beginnings there. Uh, you know, in 1955, of uh, what would happen uh, over the next 12 to, to 13 years. There's some great collections out there as well uh, of his speeches. You know, we've mentioned a couple of the big ones, but there's some that are not as well known. You know, his speech at the end of the Selma to Montgomery March uh, is another one that's pretty stirring. But also, you know, don't just listen to the speeches. There are some great sermons uh, that he preached, that brother could preach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and so definitely, uh, check those out as well. Uh, the speeches, uh, are called, um, a call to conscience. That's, that's the collection of speeches. And then the sermons uh, are under uh, the heading of a knock at midnight. A knock at midnight. That's interesting. A knock at midnight. Yep. Very good. Hey, Todd, before you leave us, uh, talk to us about your work, which is really seminal to who you are, uh, the Common Ground Project. Yes, Common Ground Project, nonprofit, uh, dedicated to teaching uh, the history uh, of the civil rights movement. One of the primary ways we do that uh, is through an annual civil rights tour. Uh, We had to go virtual uh, last year due to COVID, uh, but we are praying uh, that we can be back on the road uh, traveling. We take people uh, from all over the country uh, on a nine-day trip uh, south. Uh, But we also realize not everybody's going to be able to travel, and so we've actually been working this year uh, with a number of schools. In fact, I've got a couple of schools in western Pennsylvania that I'm going to be bringing some guest speakers in uh, virtually because people are hungry uh, for this for this history. Uh, and it's not black history. and It's not history uh, that's relegated to just January or February. It is American history, and it's our shared story. And if, again, if we're going to move forward into that fierce urgency of now, uh, we've got to uh, we've got to uh, get back to our uh, our shared our shared history, as painful as it might be, um, that. it's still our history. Todd, always good to hear from you, my friend. Remember the days when you used to be able to go on trips? You remember that? <laughs> oh my! You know, I was just talking to my wife now, saying we are coming up on a year when uh, we uh, the last time we were in an airport. <laughs> wow. I don't know what to do now when I go if if I get to go to an airport again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get too excited. We're not there yet. Right? Yeah, I'm not there yet. No, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Very good. Todd Allen from Messiah College, uh, the Common Ground Project as well. They've been talking about Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, on this day. Take a break, come back. Uh, listen, uh, remember Max and Irma's, the uh, memorabilia field restaurants? Well, you can own a piece of that if you're so inclined. We'll talk about that next. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest-free. 
G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in, it's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. By now, you've heard me talk about MyPillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. MyPillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call 1-800-391-0954. You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954 promo code word you'll get yours soon our smiles are still behind our masks we are welcoming patients back and we're happy to do so at stock family dentistry exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care although some of the details of their appointment may look different we can't give the normal hugs or handshakes that they might be used to the same exceptional dentistry the same compassionate care that they've really become accustomed to is still there stock family dentistry on perry highway in wexford at stockfamilydentistry.com it's the year-end sale at mattress firm for a limited time save up to three hundred dollars on top-rated mattress brands plus get a free adjustable base with your six ninety nine mattress purchase only during the year-end sale at mattress firm think fast in the short time it takes to listen to this message a small flame can turn into a big fire several minutes more and thick poisonous smoke may have filled your lungs and reduced your ability to respond give it five and your entire home may be filled with flames keep breathing we've got you don't let your world go up in smoke have working smoke alarms, and always stay in the kitchen when cooking at high temperatures. Learn more at usfa.fema.gov, because fire is everyone's fight. Max and Irma's. Remember Max and Irma's? Yeah, heck yeah. The I one down. there when I was a kid. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, right. I, mean, I think Max and Irma's were known for like their big, you know, old-time, kitschy display stuff. Right. Signs, and they were kind of like Cracker Barrel before there was Cracker Barrels. And I'd their say. stuffed potato skins, they were also famous for Oh, that. that's excellent. Okay, well, apparently Max and Irma's, uh, their North Fayette location along Parkway, Parkway West is closing, but uh, the Cranberry Monroe operations are still going to be open. So... If you like the old time, you know, signs and whatnot, uh, they're all going to go up for auction. Um, a few corner booths and tables, some sculptures. Uh, they never reopened uh, after they were closed in March. He said COVID put us over the edge. So we're going to go out and start the bid five bucks for each item forward January 19th. You can find more information online about Max and Irma's. Just type in auction Max and Irma's and, uh, uh, happy bidding, I guess, right? How about, I'm doing some house remodeling. How about I get one of those like booths, like, you know, seats like five or six or something? You know, I always wanted to have Red like a booth 
Wouldn't it be nice to have a booth in your in your kitchen? I always wanted that. Yeah. One of those little like stained glass lamps Mm -hmm. over the top. Bit early, bit often. Max and Hermes. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.